SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Is joint pain keeping you down? It's time to bounce back with the help of Uzu CBD Plus. That's Y-U-Z-U-C-B-D-plus.com. Featuring gummies, delicious chocolates, capsules, and lotions, Uzu CBD Plus is your number one choice for all natural pain relief. Tired of side effects from prescription pills? Take pain management into your own hands the natural way. Use the promo code BLESSING for 10% off your first order and free shipping on orders of $100 or more, plus products for pets too. Visit UzuCBDPlus.com today. Live from Sin City. Vegas, baby, Vegas! It's Vegas Sportsbook Radio with Brian Blessing. I'm a soul man. All right, folks, away we go. It is a Wednesday in Las Vegas. Vegas Sportsbook Radio on the Sports Grid Radio Network and Sirius Channel 204. Brian Blessing with you. We're going to have some fun today. Stevie Slapshot will be checking in shortly. Chuck Esposito on some NFL props because there's NFL news today. Our good friend from Sunset Station, the STN mobile app. And Mark Lawrence will join us in hour number two from playbooksports.com. So it's a Wednesday. Then you wake up and go, yeah, there's a lot of stuff going on. Hey, the golf tournament's about to start. Stanley Cup playoffs are coming up. A lot of cool things on the docket. Then you wake up, and we knew the schedule release was tonight. But the brilliance of the NFL, they're always in front of you. They always find a way. They throw that hook in the water. And everybody's nibbling at it. They can't wait to take the bait. So what do they do? They throw out week one. So now we know week one, and then what are the other big games that are going to be coming? It's brilliant. The NFL, from a marketing perspective, they mess up a lot of things, but they do a lot of things right. And it's brilliant. So, all right, we got that. We'll dive into our producer, Chris Bavona, back in New York. Then you wake up, and... One of the things I was going to do bright and early this morning is wake up to hear the Sabres cleaning out their lockers and uh, the the interim coach, is he going to be the coach? But what's the GM going to do about Jack Eichel? Uh, this is like a big thing. He wants out. Got to find out what the deal is with this guy's surgery. And all of a sudden you wake up and Mr. Pavone, the Rangers, Chris Drury, they get rid of your coach. And Quinn gets fired in New York, and automatically it happens 45 minutes before the Sabres thing. And the tentacles have always been there, that Eichel and the interest for the Rangers and Eichel. And the hook was always David Quinn, his former college coach. And now Quinn's out of a job. So now you're sitting there going, do the Sabres placate Eichel and start calling Quinn? What do the Rangers do? Bob Hartley's out there who's got connections with Chris Drury. He's over in the KHL. It's amazing how things can just unravel and go nuts in a morning. But, hey, you're a big Rangers guy. What's your thoughts on Quinn getting fired? Well, you got to remember something. It's not just Quinn that got fired. The whole Rangers coaching staff is now they gone. So it's really just uh, top to bottom uh, cleaning out of the closet of the entire front office of the New York Rangers. I'm not surprised. I never thought David Quinn was going to be a good NHL coach. He's a decent college coach, but a lot of times that doesn't really 
translate to the NHL game. And I don't think that that's going to hurt the Rangers trying to get Jack Eichel, especially if they get do end up uh, getting uh, uh, Hartley uh, back from the KHL. I wouldn't mind seeing that. I don't know who else is going to be out there. So right now, my um, my money is that they get is that at least Chris Drury calls his old coach in uh, in Hartley. Well. Drury and Hartley were connected with the Avs. They won the cup together. Um, Believe me, I think Chris Drury is going to be a home run. He was in high demand a lot of places, and he just waited and waited. He just would not leave New York for this day. But it's we went through this whole thing with Davidson getting fired, and we know what happened with the Wilson thing, and then the Rangers fined $250,000 taking a shot at the league and player safety department. And this whole thing just implodes. So, you know, the point is, it's like life in general. When there's a new owner or there's a new general manager, you know, if you're in management or you're an employee, your head better be on a swivel because it's just the way life works. And that's when a new guy comes in, he's got his guys. And, if he's going to go down in flames at some point down the road, he wants to go down in flames with the guys he wanted to go to battle with. So it's not surprising that Drury does this. Now you got to trust that he knows you know, what he's doing there. Now, there's a good young core there, but I still can't wrap my head around this whole thing imploding because Tom Wilson got involved in the scrap and everybody's like, well, the Rangers were soft in the scrap. I mean, if the thing didn't happen with Panarin going back with the Russia thing and he missed those games in the middle of the season, I think it's a different story. I think the Rangers at least are in the discussion to the final weekend. They would have had a couple of games coming up with the Bruins. If Panarin had missed those games, it might be a different story that – Davidson and Quinn and everybody's still there and they're playing meaningful games still. I'm just, I'm a little, I'm happy because I think Drury will do a good job. But there's a part of me says a lot of this is really knee jerk. I I agree with you, but I also don't, I have to disagree with you on the fact that I still think David Quinn, not again, not a bad coach, not a very good college coach, but again, you don't translate that to the NHL. And the Rangers, talking about the soft, the softness of them, 30 seconds to go here, the Rangers have had this problem of being a soft team. I could go back to the 2014 Stanley Cup when the Rangers were trying to finesse against the Kings, and that just didn't work. They were too big and too strong. Well, clearly, stuff we'll be dissecting here in the next couple of hours. But the big news also is week one of the NFL schedule is out. We're going to take a look at those week one matchup and the lines as we get off to the races right here. Series 204 Sports Good Radio Network on Vegas Sportsbook Radio. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Is joint pain keeping you down? It's time to bounce back with the help of Uzu CBD Plus. That's Y-U-Z-U-C-B-D-plus.com. Featuring gummies, delicious chocolates, capsules, and lotions, Uzu CBD Plus is your number one choice for all natural pain relief. 
Tired of side effects from prescription pills? Take pain management into your own hands the natural way. Use the promo code BLESSING for 10% off your first order and free shipping on orders of $100 or more, plus products for pets too. Visit uzucbdplus.com today. You're listening to Vegas Sportsbook Radio with Brian Blessing on Sports Grid Radio, Sirius XM Channel 204. We're back with you, Vegas Sportsbook Radio. Brian Blessing in Vegas. Chris Pavona, our producer, is in New York. Coming up in just a little bit, Stevie Slapshot, Chuck Esposito from Station Casinos in hour number one. Take you up to 4 Eastern when Scott Farrell joins you on the network. So the NFL, big day, schedule release. Turn it into a TV show. Everybody wants to plot a course, make their plans. And we'll dive into the games here. But it's funny, Chris, when you think about it, the big big deal is the reaction when the schedule comes out, even post-pandemic, let's just say our world is turning a corner back to normalcy. When this schedule release happens, how many people, how busy are travel agents on Thursday morning? You know, where, hey, oh, I can go to Vegas now to see a Raiders game or if your favorite team, well, you know, I'm going to go down to a game in Miami. I mean, travel agents on Thursday morning got to be going nuts with the phone ringing off the hook. I think that's going to be a lot of fun. The only problem is that the Giants do play the, uh, the Raiders this year, but they play them in MetLife Stadium. I think that was a very, very bad marketing problem there. That's The Giants should be going out to, to Vegas. I, honestly, I think every team, really the Raiders should just have every home game at Allegiant Stadium, even if they're considered the quote-unquote road team. That's I, I, I don't know. But I am interested for the sheer fact that the Giants – for the first time in I don't know how long, they're not playing the Cowboys, the Eagles, or Washington uh, in week one. Specifically the Cowboys. Usually we end up playing the Cowboys every single week one. And this is the first time ever we're playing Denver. Why? It is funny that a lot of those opening day matchups seem to happen a lot. I mean, I'm pretty sure. Didn't Miami play New England in the opener last year up at Foxborough? So let's go through them. Uh, the first game is the Thursday night game, and this is customary, and it is the Super Bowl champions playing on Thursday night. So Tampa Bay's at home, and there was a lot of speculation who would it be, and of course, it's Dallas. Dallas is going to be on TV. They put Dallas on TV as much as they can in high-profile spots, but there is a lot of intrigue, and we're looking at the Bucks minus 6.5, Dak Prescott's return, Tom Brady hoisting, you know, the trophy or whatever before the game. And guys, if I don't know if they get their rings. But, you know, the one thing that is prevalent here is Brady, his numbers are stupefying in home openers. So, you know, clearly Dallas trying to turn a corner and bounce back. They're walking into the deep end of the pool here. But interesting nonetheless. And can the Bucks do it again? Brady... I don't know, what is he, 59 years old now? That's amazing that this guy just keeps on ticking. But the Bucks six and a half, hosting Dallas. Let's go to the Sunday afternoon games. Philadelphia is at Atlanta, and Atlanta's a three-and-a-half-point favorite. We'll see. Hurts running the show for the Eagles now. I want to see what this Kyle Pitts is all about. So the Falcons, three-and-a-half. This is a big-boy football game that is – 
to a degree, a little surprising that it's an afternoon game, and that's Pittsburgh at Buffalo. Bills six-and-a-half-point favorites. Man, I've waited a long time for the Bills to be good. I never thought I'd see the day. The Bills six-and-a-half-point favorites hosting the Steelers. But uh, home opener in Orchard Park, a full stadium, that's as loud as it's going to get. But oh, by the way, Pittsburgh fans travel like no one else. That's going to be an incredible atmosphere for an afternoon game. That'd probably be the feature early afternoon game. Then you get the NFL very good with subplots. The Jets at Carolina. Well, who'd have thunk, right? Sam Darnold goes against his old team. And are we seeing Wilson in his debut in a Jets uniform? One would think that's going to be the case. So that, there's a lot of intrigue for that game. Minnesota is at Cincinnati. And the Vikings two and a half on the road. At first blush, I look at that. And I wonder if that number maybe is just a little high on the Vike side. I think that once you're below that key number of three, I think that number comes down closer. Yes, Minnesota's got the great running game. But if there's a great unknown in question, but how intriguing is that going to be see, uh, to be to see with Burrow throwing to his old guy Chase? And there'll be a lot of buzz in Cincinnati for that game. San Fran is at Detroit. Good gravy. The Niners, seven-and-a-half-point favorites on the road. Jared Goff making his debut. There's another one. That number seems a little high to me. Now, are we talking Garofalo? Probably. Lance gets in at some point during the season. Then Urban Meyer and the Jags at Houston. What a dumpster fire Houston is. The Jags are actually one-and-a-half-point favorites for that game. <laughs> That's nuts. Um, and, and we're still all waiting Deshaun Watson, no matter what happens, one would think is going to be suspended. Uh, it won't be around at that point. But, man, what a mess Houston is. Then you get Seattle at Indy. This is a good football game. Colts, two-and-a-half-point favorites. And we'll see. I think Russell Wilson's there. And, you know, it's amazing how a couple of wins can, you know, massage a wound and, and calm things down. But then we want to see what Frank Reich's going to do with Carson Wentz. Another intriguing game. There's a lot of intrigue to start the season. Arizona at Tennessee. All right. I was going to say offense meets defense because we know Arizona wants to sling it all over the field. But don't sleep on what Tennessee can do with Derrick Henry and Tannehill and the wide receivers. That's a that's an interesting football game. I'd be curious to see how high the total goes in that game. Chargers at Washington. The Washington football team, a one-and-a-half-point favorite. Wow, that's an interesting football game. I think Washington was one of the teams I'd like to go over their season win total of seven and a half. That defense is so good, and we know how good Herbert was. But to fly cross country to play an early game, that's a tough way to start at a conference for the Chargers. Oh, a playoff rematch. Cleveland and Kansas City. Oh, Chris, are you ready for football? I'm ready for football. Listen to these games. <laughs> Cleveland at Kansas City, uh, the Chiefs five and a half. Honestly, that looks low to me. I know the Browns are going to be good, but I, I think you make the Chiefs a touchdown favorite in that spot. I I actually like that for Cleveland. I mean, Cleveland's going to be they're they're not they're not the Browns of yesteryear anymore. I they know. are they are a stacked team. 
And they're probably going to be one of the better, if not one of the best defensive teams in the NFL. But I have a, I have a more important question for you, uh, Brian. And it's, an, it's more of like an over-under, or maybe not an over-under, but the possibility of Washington having a nickname before. Oh, please. They better because or in the middle of the season. They better, and they better do it just for me because I, I, I'm the, the biggest guilty party in terms of not being able to shed that. Please get these guys a nickname. All right, so anyway, don't forget, the Browns had a chance to beat the Chiefs in the playoff game, but that's the game Holmes hurt his foot. Miami's at New England. Oh, where, where are the points coming from in this game? Patriots minus two and a half. Green Bay at New Orleans, no line because everybody's wondering what's the deal going to be with Aaron Rodgers. Your Giants, Chris. Denver at the Giants. Broncos minus one and a half. I don't know about that. I think the Giants go off a slight favorite in that game. Again, it depends on what happens with Aaron Rodgers. Uh, The Bears and the Rams. The Rams are a touchdown favorite in that spot. Does Justin Fields start for the Bears in the opener? That will be interesting. Matthew Stafford is a quarterback, of course, for the Rams. And then the Monday night game. Basically, it's a year old now, but they're basically opening the brand-new Darth Vader Dome, Allegiant Stadium. The Ravens minus 5.5 on the road, Monday night football, right here in Las Vegas when the Raiders will finally get fans at a football game. That was week one. And I'm jacked and excited for it. Think what's going to happen when we get the rest of the schedule later today. We're going to come back. We'll talk to Chuck Esposito from Station Casino. Off to the races on a Wednesday, Wednesday Sportsbook Radio. Sports Grid Radio Network, Sirius 204. Stick around. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Is joint pain keeping you down? It's time to bounce back with the help of Uzu CBD+. That's Y-U-Z-U-C-B-D-plus.com. Featuring gummies, delicious chocolates, capsules, and lotions, Uzu CBD Plus is your number one choice for all natural pain relief. Tired of side effects from prescription pills? Take pain management into your own hands the natural way. Use the promo code BLESSING for 10% off your first order and free shipping on orders of $100 or more, plus products for pets too. Visit UzuCBDPlus.com today. Hey, we're back with you on Vegas Sportsbook Radio on a Wednesday. Brian Blessing, thrilled to be with you on Sports Grid Radio and the Sirius Channel 204. And coming up in hour number two, Mark Lawrence from PlaybookSports.com is going to join us. And, of course, Stevie Slapshot will be along a little later in this hour. Right now, we've got Chuck Esposito joining us from Sunset Station, our friends at Station Casino. And um, I got the STN app open, Chuck, and I love this kind of stuff. It's early on. I know you've got numbers up for the Raiders all year long, but you go with offensive rookie of the year odds. And honestly, I, I, I'm seeing a nice price on Trevor Lawrence, a little higher than some other places I've seen at plus 240. Your guy, Justin Fields with the Bears, 6-1. to one. Lance is 9-1. to one. I think Fields has a chance to start opening day. Maybe jury's out on Lance. Then you get Kyle Pitts at 6-1, to one, and we'll dive a little further down the ladder. But I think this is great water cooler stuff to talk about. 
It is B. I, I think, you know, we talk about the, the draft and that we're both kind of draft Knicks and we do the mock draft and, you know, there's so many this year, especially so many impact young quarterbacks that uh, have the potential to be the face of the franchise and change the, the direction of the team. And uh, it was fun putting this up. I mean, it was, you know, you had all the quarterbacks involved. Lawrence and Fields, I, I think at the top, make a lot of sense. I think in Lawrence's case, I mean, he's going to start. We've seen his odds drop a little bit. Justin Fields, not 100% sure yet. You know, I mean, uh, he could possibly sit for a while behind Andy Dalton, but we've already seen his his odds drop. Uh, Trey Lance's odds have actually gone up. And I think in his case, you know, opting out last year and only playing one game then by the time the, the season starts in two years, you may see Jimmy, excuse me, Jimmy Garoppolo start. Uh, Pitts has been a really, really popular selection uh, so far. I mean, him at, at tight end and what he brings to that offense with, uh, you know, with a young receiver in Calvin Ridley and Julio Jones, although some rumblings that he could possibly be dealt around. June 2nd, and Matt Ryan, that offense, Trey Lance has been a really, uh, or Kyle Pitts has been a really popular bet. But it's fun to put these up and see how it all unfolds, uh, looking at the different odds in quarterbacks, where Lawrence, again, is below 3-1. to one. You know, Fields is the next choice, followed by, you know, Wilson and Mac Jones and Trey Lance. So kind of a cool prop, I think, on the board right now, buddy. No, and you look historically, it's not as quarterback-driven as you would think. It's a mixed bag of quarterbacks, running backs, and wideouts, and yeah, Pitts is a unique animal. But, you know, I look at it, maybe a price guy is Devonta Smith, who may be really impactful on special teams, and if he's got chemistry with Hurts, I think you could take a look at him. But personally, Chuck, there are two guys, and I know you're a draft, Nick, two guys I fell in love with during the draft that I think are going to be really impactful. I love the Rashad Bateman kid, the wideout from Minnesota. And who knows? I think uh, with the Ravens, he could do something special. But here's, here's the unique one. I think Javonta Williams, the running back for Denver, has a chance maybe doing it's all said and done when the smoke clears. He may be the best running back coming out of this draft. But him at Denver, Chuck, if the Rodgers deal ever came to pass, now I don't know how much he shares the ball with Melvin Gordon, but if everybody's worried about stopping Aaron Rodgers, this Javonta Williams kid could go nuts at 22 to 1. Actually, I totally agree, B. You stole a little bit of my thunder. That was my, my next thing. Um, I, I think you look at Williams in that offense. We've already seen that price drop. It was as high as 30 to 1. We also saw Najee Harris drop. He was around 15 to 1. So in both those cases, I think the guests see the same thing that, you know, impactful running backs on those two teams could mean a lot. I think in the Steelers' case, he clearly becomes that guy. I mean, you look at his size um, and what Derrick Henry was able to accomplish when he came out of Alabama, the fact that, you know, he, he is kind of a mini bust maybe in Jerome Bettis in that offense, who sorely needed a running back last year. They also needed some help on the offensive line, which they didn't address till late, but they've got some very talented wideouts with Ben Roethlisberger. And I think in Denver's case, you're right. If that happens with Aaron Rodgers and you look at that offense, even if it doesn't, even if it's Drew Locke or if Teddy Bridgewater, um, you look at that offense and the young core of skill position players they have on the outside. You've got Jerry Judy, uh, Cortland Sutton, who missed lat most of last year due to the injury, K.J. Hamler, and Noah Fant at tight end. That is a great young nucleus of skill position players. And with Melvin Gordon and Williams in the backfield, that offense can be scary good. And I think you look at that defense with the draft, 
uh, of Sertain, signing Kyle Fuller in the offseason, getting back a healthy, a healthy Bradley Chubb. I mean, that offense is much, much different and really good, or that defense. So I think overall that team's going to be a, one of the kind of the surprise teams to look at, to look out for this year. It just depends on what happens at quarterback. That's where they, they definitely need better quarterback play, depending on which one of those two guys in the organization right now, or if we're looking at a certain number 12 um, over center there um, when the season starts. I would even throw this at you that when you're handicapping an index like this, we know the quarterbacks will get the pub and they'll be the low prices. And then a running back, we said, like maybe you're Maybe it's, it is the Javante Williams kid. Who knows? But you also look at situations like, could it be a team if they're always behind and throwing a lot, a wide out could get a lot of yardage. Or if an offense is a pass heavy offense, I don't think a guy like Rondell Moore at 60 to one is crazy at Arizona to take a little swing at. If you're so worried, about stopping the stud wide out on the other side of the field. Who, do, who says this kid doesn't go nuts? No, I, I think there's definitely opportunities there for the wideouts too. You know, we, we've seen it before, how they've kind of tra- transformed the league with some of these young wideouts. And you had, you know, Chase and, and Smith and, and Waddle and, and Bateman and Moore. You had just a host of wideouts in the first round that all have a lot of talent are playing with. Three of them are playing with quarterbacks they were familiar with, um, you know, at, uh, at the collegiate level. We're looking at doing some props with that as well. So I think the rookie of the year class this year is going to be really, really interesting. It's just outside of Lawrence, which I think he does start. I do think Zach Wilson starts as well. And I think they've done some things in the offseason to help him, not only during the draft, but signing Corey Davis away from the Titans, I think gives him somebody else um, on that offense. Uh, just not sure yet, you know, Lance Jones and Fields, when they will start exactly. I think the other two guys probably will start out of the gate. I don't know if at some point you guys will put up the defensive rookies of the year. I have seen an index on something like that. But again, Chuck, it's again, it's what the players are thinking and handicapping when they're coming back at you. And listen, we bet with our head, not our heart. But I like the defensive rookie of the year, like Micah Parsons, he could be a stud for the Cowboys. And, you know, a big part of that handicap is that guy's on TV a lot. It's a, it's a voting thing where people see guys – that could matter. And then, like I'd even, as a Bills fan, they drafted the Russo kid at 20 to 1 to win the defensive MVP. But the, the kid they drafted in the second rounds of defensive lineman, too, Basham, they're saying he's 60 to 1. He's more pro ready to do something right now. The other kid's more of a project. But you're handicapping something like that going, well, wait a minute. That's a team with a season win total of 11, which means they'll be ahead in a lot of games. And defensive ends could tee off and get a lot of sacks. It's not like you're not handicapping these indexes. No, I, I think you look at that just kind of like I did with the quarterbacks, trying to get a gauge who you think potentially will start out of the gate, who will have more opportunities, what their surrounding kind of cast or, or talent is around them, who potentially goes into a new coaching situation at some of those teams. So I think we're looking at all that stuff, too. Um, we've mentioned it so many times, B, we're in an information era. Uh, the guests are extremely educated, and they're kind of doing the same things as we are. But it's fun to kind of bounce it off each other and talk about it and talk about it with the, the guests out in the room. And I think that's what makes it, um, you know, so cool and challenging and, uh, and kind of intriguing going into the season that there's the potential for so many impact rookies on both sides of the ball. Again, to the NFL's credit, like the draft, free agency, um, I mean, the combine, uh, the senior bowl, they're always in front of you. And they've turned releasing the schedule later today into an event. 
And I'm curious, you guys are so sharp, you've got regular season wins up already. Now, players could react and money would drive it, but how closely would you watch a schedule release and say, I don't know, you pick a team that's got a season win total of seven and a half, but all of a sudden you look at their schedule go, well, they didn't get the best of it. They got to play four out of five on the road, or they got to play in the winter on the road at Dome Team Outdoors, uh, or you know, who are they playing coming off a bye? All those kind of things are things we handicap on a week-to-week basis. But regular season wins, bud, I mean, that stuff's up there already. I mean, people could come at you right out of the gate. Yeah, they absolutely can. We don't know trends yet, B, and I think that's something, you know, we'll be looking at. But that's what makes it so much fun and, and so much fun to kind of talk about. But, yeah, you're definitely looking at things, maybe teams that have an easier road earlier in the season opposed to late, um, where you think some impactful rookies might be. So that's all things that we're looking at as well. And we'll be, you know, kind of monitoring as we watch the, uh, the schedule show later today. You're absolutely right. It's become an event. There, there's different things. You know, you're kind of getting some leaks about the Bills. I've just heard recently, too, that the Bears-Rams would be the, the Sunday night game uh, to open up the season. But at this point, until we actually see that official announcement, uh, we're all kind of in a wait-and-see mode. But uh, it is an event, and if you're a football fan, it makes it so cool. And we can't wait to get up week one in some of the marquee games. We've had the Raider games up now for, you know, a good month to six weeks. <laughs> That's outstanding. Hey, listen, the part of the handicap, too, you got these good young rookie quarterbacks, but now you're handicapping, like, when does the guy pop in? Week four, week five, week eight, or off a bye? Uh, constantly always looking ahead. Chuck, the information's always spectacular. The STN mobile app, we tell folks to do it. Check out a place like Red Rock Sunset Station when you're coming to Vegas. We'll be out there Friday with you. We have so much fun with you and Andy and Bruce and Steve Carp. Can't wait to see you again on Friday. But thank you for jumping in with us here midweek. Always happy to be on with you, B. Uh, look forward to it as well. And can't wait on, on Friday to chat about uh, the schedule and, and kind of talk about some of these marquee games and see what games we have posted and numbers and uh, where the Bills and Bears ultimately will be. All right. You know we're going to be watching that. Thanks to Chuck Esposito. We're stepping aside. Stevie Slapshot joins me coming up next on Sportsbook Radio. Don't try. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Is joint pain keeping you down? It's time to bounce back with the help of Uzu CBD Plus. That's Y-U-Z-U-C-B-D-plus.com. Featuring gummies, delicious chocolates, capsules, and lotions, Uzu CBD Plus is your number one choice for all natural pain relief. Tired of side effects from prescription pills? Take pain management into your own hands the natural way. Use the promo code BLESSING for 10% off your first order and free shipping on orders of $100 or more, plus products for pets too. Visit UzuCBDPlus.com today. You're listening to Vegas Sportsbook Radio with Brian Blessing on SportsGrid Radio, Sirius XM Channel 204. All right, folks, welcome back to Sportsbook Radio. Brian Blessing, Stevie Slapshot in Las Vegas. Glad to be with you on a Wednesday. Thanks to Chuck Esposito for joining us. And we're looking ahead to the NHL playoffs, but we're also looking ahead to a big Wednesday night in that some games that matter, Stevie, among them, the Golden Knights, right here, after squandering an opportunity against the Avs on Monday night, how do they react 
from having control of their situation to now the balls in Colorado's court. We And we have three games, all of them in the West, uh, that could mean something. Minnesota still is technically capable of getting to second place if Colorado stubs their toe. But we got the games tonight, and we're looking at Vegas $1.90, total of six at San Jose. A dollar ninety. That that seems a bit high, Brian. I, if I had to wager on, I I think I might be looking at San Jose there. I think the Knights will play well, but well, I think they hate Vegas. Yes, they do. It's a rivalry, and you know they'll say it's a double-edged sword, right? I mean, these guys are one game, sixty minutes of hockey away from the golf course to get nuts and passionate and be flying around and all physical and nuts in a game that means nothing to you per se, other than they'd love to spoil the party for Vegas. But I'm inclined to think they will. And I wonder how Vegas reacts to coming up short when they control their own destiny on Monday night. I think, I think the Knights will play well. I'm, I'm just looking at it from a price perspective. And, and if I'm, if I was to play anything there, it'd be San Jose. But I think the Knights will play well. They have been playing well lately. I think they'll continue it from that aspect. And I think, DeBoer in the in the postgame presser after the game against Colorado had his boys back. And and I think you know they respect that and, and they may respond to that. I, I think I think the Knights are gonna give you a good effort against San Jose. Then they've got the question of you gotta take care of your own business, but you still don't control your own destiny. But it's Flurry's turn in the rotation. And he, we believe, will start game one, and we believe that series will start on Sunday. So, I mean, you, you play him maybe to stay sharp and enough rest to get ready, or do you worry about throwing him up there against San Jose who can't stand you? And, you know, you can't live in fear, I guess, but I would assume it's flurry. My guess is that you start him. There's still the possibility, extremely remote, but there's still a possibility of you getting that number one spot. So I think they start him, and then, you know, if the game gets out of hand one way or another, maybe you think about it. And it'll be interesting to see if they call up Thompson, right, and, and maybe you stick him in yeah, again if the game gets out of hand one way or the other. I don't know. Is there an in-game component to this, a strategy when you're betting? Colorado, minus 350 against the Kings. Back-to-back games with L.A. Colorado wins these two games. They're going to be, if they win this one, they'll be $4 on Thursday. Yeah. Right? With everything that will be on the line. But I'm curious, these games start at the same time. If, like, Colorado gets up 3 4 goals on you know what I mean if, yes. if Colorado gets a big on LA even though there's another game to play is that something that could impact the Golden Knights absolutely and and, and at that point I'm with you Brian I've, I've got I'm gonna pull out the app and and maybe make a wager on San Jose because here again here's the other thing Vegas may at that point go well we we don't want to run uh flurry into the ground here and they're already banged up right so so maybe so maybe they play uh, pull flurry and and maybe they sit uh, forward or it wouldn't be a bad idea honestly just take the Ferguson kid up there as the backup yeah yeah 
So we'll, 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 I, th I think you're spot on. If, if, you, if you have an app, man, but pay attention to what's going on in, in, with Colorado. And like, so even if Vegas is up a goal or the game's tied and the Sharks would be serious plus money, right? Yes. Yeah. If, if Colorado's up big, I mean, there's a chance Vegas gets a little dispirited. But I think, you know, you, you put your head down and focus on, on what's in front of you. Um, but it's a punch to the gut. I mean, all year long you had control. And the funny thing is we called this weeks ago. Vegas won the big game, whatever it was, two weeks ago against Colorado. Seized control of the division and said, you got to keep winning because Colorado doesn't really play anybody. And to their credit, Vegas had won 14 to 16, and Colorado was right there. Yeah. No, it, 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 is, it is a punch to the gut, as you put it. I, I still think uh, the Knights uh, generally play well. They have been playing well. I think they'll play well against San Jose. But I, I agree with you. There are wagering opportunities here. Again, have that app open and ready and pay attention to both games and see what happens. And uh, there's, uh, there's some duggets that uh, you can maybe pick up here. Now, here's an interesting one with St. Louis and Minnesota. Basically, you know, you're sitting here staring at a pick em kind of game. St. Louis knows they're the four seed. Technically, they could rest guys, and Minnesota still has a chance to get second in the division. Yeah, when I, when I watch Unlikely as it is. When I watch Minnesota, I, they, they only have one gear. I don't, I don't yeah. think they know how to take the foot off the gas. So, so Minnesota is who Minnesota is. And um, I don't know. I, I got to tell you, if I'm Barubi, I at least start you know, my regular lineup. And I, I want them to, to play hard. If at some point you feel like you want to rest some guys, maybe you pull them out later. Um, but I, I want to make sure my, my guys are ready for the playoffs. I would, I would probably start the Huso kid. Okay. I mean, Bennington lugged the mail, got him in. He doesn't need this game. Okay. I, I, I could see freshening Bennington up. That, that's fair. Uh, or with Huso in, do we look at an over maybe? What's it would over? be more along the lines. Well, it's five and a half. If it's Huso, it should be six. Yeah. And so, so if it's sitting five and a half and Huso's in there, look at the over. It's funny. It's the tail end of the regular season, and these games are about to just get crazy. Intense. Yeah. yeah. In, in demeanors for teams coming in. But it's, it's fun when you do get a race that goes right down to the wire. I and mean, Vegas has got to be really frustrated that they had cap issues and then cap issues that collided with injuries at the exact wrong time that really cost them. But at the end of the day, Stevie, even though they were shorthanded, they played well enough to win that game against Colorado, and the goalie Grubauer stepped up. And, and honestly, I wonder down the road, how big is that for Grubauer? Because I think the belief from anyone is, well, Vegas and Colorado, these teams are evenly matched. Uh, but maybe Vegas has the better goaltending. I think that was a huge statement game for Grubauer. Yeah, I, I would agree with you there. Grubauer's got to be feeling pretty good about himself in that game. Um, I, 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 I'm right there with you. Like you said, uh, 
because of the injuries, the salary cap issues come to the fore. Um, without the injuries, there is no salary cap issues. Everybody's playing, so we don't have to worry about it. But, but shorthanded, the Knights played really, really well. I was really impressed with their game, and Grubauer was there to stop uh, the, all, all the scoring chances that they had. So I think he feels pretty good about himself, and, and the Avs feel pretty, pretty good about their goaltending. In the Central, we know the matchups. Let me just throw one at you because we always say this, an eight seed can beat a one. This is a different animal, right? We're one and four in divisions. We're both big backers of Carolina. They lost to me in a row, five, two, and three last ten, but they had built up the cushion to win the division. The Predators who were massive underachievers, let's say, the last four years when people thought they were a thing. Now everybody's like, the ship has sailed. But the Preds, 7-2-1 coming in and played playoff hockey and thrived to get in. Is there? Do they have a chance? Do they have something to get for Carolina? I, 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 we both love Carolina, but yeah. I, I'm wondering. As you said, everybody has a chance. Um, I generally love playing underdogs in playoffs. I can't play Nashville here, Brian. I just, I just don't see it happening. I just don't see them, you know, having something for Carolina. The wild card in the East is Washington's health. Correct. In a series against Boston. That will not be for the faint of heart. They've had <laughs> issues with one another. We'll see what kind of lineup Washington's throwing in there. But the Islanders and the Penguins, to me, this is offense meets defense. Well, offense meets defense in a real lack of offense. Uh, yeah. So I mean, I like the Islanders a lot. I'm just very leery. Can they produce enough offensively? That That's a... The short answer is no. <laughs> um, but the... The, the power play, too, just awful for the Islanders. Um, they can't get any goals out of that either. Pittsburgh looks like the better team to me. I, I, I might have my money on the Islanders. I, I like the way they play. The Islanders will restrict Pittsburgh scoring. Pittsburgh will not be as high a scoring team against the Islanders as they were during the regular season. Pittsburgh has goaltending, though, issues also. The, the Smith is nicked up. And, uh, and Yari doesn't have my trust. Uh, the Islanders, however, just Varlamov came out of the last game with a tweak. Um, this, this is going to be interesting. I think Pittsburgh is slightly the better team here. And the one I'm worried about, and I'm thinking it's a me thing, that I have not given them anywhere enough kudos or credence, and are they actually different? But Florida with Quinville playing Tampa Bay, who's about to get the MVP of the league to show up to start uh, the playoffs. But what of Florida? And it, I think we all, maybe I'm not trying to put words in your mouth. I think you've agreed. I, I think we've dismissed them. And are we making a mistake? I, I, again, I give anybody a shot. I, I, think, uh, I think Florida can give. Uh, Tampa a series here. We've seen it before. Columbus beat Tampa, right? Four games to not in the opening round. Um, 
Kucherov comes back in, uh, it'll be interesting to see how fast he gets his legs under him and plays like we know he can play. There may be a little rust there uh, in this series against Florida. Um, again, T- Tampa's the better team. Uh, they're going to be favored. I don't know if I can bet Florida, but I, I might. I might take a shot with Florida here. Crazy thing is, man, I always say the first series to me is the hard one to win because more often than not, everybody's as healthy as they're going to be. And once a team wins that first round, that sense of belief kicks in. And who knows who's the team that could go on a run. But some drama at the end of the regular season and the playoffs start this week. And don't forget, Light the Lamp will do the show midnight Eastern time. Cam Stewart, Andrew Torres, myself on Sirius 204. And Cam and I will have the Light the Lamp podcast for you on the Sports Grid Radio platforms. Stick around. Injuries next with Stevie coming back to Vegas on Sportsbook Radio. Step two, she falls. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Is joint pain keeping you down? It's time to bounce back with the help of Uzu CBD Plus. That's Y-U-Z-U-C-B-D-plus.com. Featuring gummies, delicious chocolates, capsules, and lotions, Uzu CBD Plus is your number one choice for all natural pain relief. Tired of side effects from prescription pills? Take pain management into your own hands the natural way. Use the promo code BLESSING for 10% off your first order and free shipping on orders of $100 or more, plus products for pets too. Visit UzuCBDPlus.com today. Hey, we're back with you, Vegas Sportsbook Radio. Brian Blessing, Stevie Slapshot. We always hook you up with the injury report. Stevie's as good as it gets when it comes to that. And we thank our friends at Uzu CBD Plus for hooking us up. If you've got joint pain, manage it the all-natural way. Uzu, Y-U-Z-U, CBDplus.com. The gummies, the lotions, the chocolates, uh, the, the pills. <laughs> it works. I'm telling you. As Stevie says, rub some ouzo on that, boys. Use Blessing as a promo code, 10% off your first order. Free shipping orders of 100 bucks or more. Okay, kiddo, what do you got? We'll start out with the NBA, Brian. Wherefore, Washington, Bradley Beal with a hamstring. I've got to rest before I fall apart. My joints are almost frozen. <laughs> is out tonight against Atlanta. We'll move to the NHL, where tonight the uh, Golden Knights take on the San Jose Sharks. Max Pacioretty. <laughs> Undisclosed is questionable for that game tonight. Uh, Peyton Krebs with a uh, fractured oh, jaw. Things. Oh. Out indefinitely. He's going to miss some playoff games. And also for the Vegas Golden Knights, Tomas Nosek with a lower body injury. I'm still alive, but I'm very badly injured. Is going to miss at least the start of the playoffs, Brian. And in baseball for the Los Angeles Angels, Anthony Rendon. Yeah. Took some ground balls yesterday. He's getting close. They think that when his 10-day IL is up that he'll be back in the lineup for the Angels. That's it. Rub some ouzo on those boys. Is it just Is it just me or the injuries sound more painful? Chris helps with that. They they do. They it sounds like it really hurts. By the way, my broadcast partner has a knee injury. Yes, I do. He's questionable. As he is every day. 
There you go. I thought I was getting left out. I was, I was getting an inferiority complex. Chris Bavoda, our producer in New York, always great fun. Hour number two, Mark Lawrence uh, from PlaybookSports.com is going to join us. So we invite you to keep it right here. Having a lot of fun. Back to Vegas Sportsbook Radio on the Sports Grid Radio Network and on Sirius Channel 204. Stick around. Yeah!